the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. It is time for the Bill Bunkley Show, and we are very honored to have you with us today. Well, we've got uh, a lot of things to discuss today and some new items on the breaking news list that I think that you're going to want to be informed about. Let me just tell you that uh, today we're going to be talking about the reporting of young Americans that are less comfortable interacting with LGBTQ people. That comes from um, USA Today. Hemp. How many of you know what hemp is? Hemp is to be legally introduced in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis will sign the bill, but just what is it? We'll talk about that on today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And Governor DeSantis, speaking of which, he's weighed in on his thoughts on recreational marijuana. We'll talk about that today. And how about this? How about going to a government meeting? How about going to a government meeting in the Kenan peninsula of alaska that's right alaska an open government meeting and the opening prayer is hail satan that's right hail satan as prayed by a satan worshiper well those are the regular topics today but here's what's breaking this afternoon phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 Well, the United States is not the only country that is sending warships or aircraft carriers to certain places around the globe to demonstrate America's presence. It has happened right in our backyard. And that is, last night, Vladimir Putin, head of Russia, ordered the docking of one of Russia's most advanced warships in Cuba last night amid revelations that its primary missile, that's right, its primary missile could hit the U.S. within six minutes of launching. The Admiral Gorskov landed in Havana waters yesterday for a two-day visit as tensions between Russia and the U.S. continue to rise, this coming to us from the Express, in a move that many are comparing to the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962, President Putin appears to be putting on a show of military might just miles from America's coast, and just miles from our listening area right here in West Central Florida. And with the powerful ship having to be escorted off the British coast, By the Royal Navy in March, it has left Western governments fearing its true capability. 
Following a multi-year delay, the Admiral Gorskov, named after the famous former Soviet commander, was completed by the Russian Navy just about a year ago last July. While Soviet-era warships certainly presented a threat to the U.S., experts say the new lead ship is a significant upgrade on its predecessors. And so as we continue to watch this, I'm looking at a photograph right now. Many of you know the picture of the famous entrance to the Havana Harbor. And uh, this Russian vessel came in under darkness last night, apparently, or at sundown, because certainly isn't sundown here. And that just reminds us again of what's happening in our hemisphere We have the ongoing crisis in Venezuela. We have Cuba that has been buying Venezuela oil, helping to prop up that nation. We have on the drawing board a possible scenario where U.S. warships would circle the Cuban coast and that there would be a United States blockade to further cripple Cuba's economy, already being hit by the sanctions by the U.S. to disallow any more American visitors to the island, no more cruise ships. So, very dangerous world that we live in, one just here, as well as the president continues to crank up uh, the vice against the Iranian government, and we continue to See how that's going to play out, that in our breaking news today. You probably remember that uh, just a few days ago, uh, Sarah Sanders, who has been a loyal, loyal uh, assistant to the president and the press secretary, well, we now know who's going to replace her. Stephanie Grisham. Stephanie Grisham has been the spokesperson for the first lady, Melania Trump, Melania Trump, and she has been very defensive of uh, protecting uh, the First Lady and her reputation. She's going to be the new White House press secretary, and she's going to maintain her other position of um, supporting the First Lady uh, in her efforts. also want to tell you that um, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner John Sanders is going to step down. Word is he's just he just can't handle it. He's just fed up with the inaction on the border. Area president and founder of All Pro Dads, Paul Pickering, is actually uh, in Yuma, I believe today. Uh, if not, he's, he was traveling to Yuma yesterday. He is a guest of the White House to look at the immigration situation, the overcrowding. Uh, where Yuma has been crying, help, help, I believe it's sponsored by the White House. In a day or two, we hope to have uh, Paul with us to give us his first-hand eyewitness report of what he is seeing about the disaster at the border. There's over a $4 billion package that the House of Representatives, their Democrats, and the leader of the House, Nancy Pelosi, they were going to run a vote on that yesterday or this morning. And the president already told them that uh, the way they were divvying up, divvying, divvying up the four 
plus a billion dollars, he would not sign the bill. Because within the works of the funding, the uh, those of the left in the chamber were adjusting the funding. Uh, for instance, um, in the area of the uh, detention services, they really lowballed the budget in the detention services because if the detention services don't have the money to properly take care of these people, then what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to release them. So the president said he wouldn't go for that. So anyway, that has been uh, some of the major stories of the day. Now, looking here, oh, this one's going to pay me a little bit, but I don't know if you've heard, but the Rays had a press conference today. And this idea that the Tampa Bay Rays would be sharing hometown allegiance with Montreal, Canada, outside the country. Um, I know a couple of days ago when we first broke the story and I had Hillsborough County Commissioner Ken Hagen on the program, some of the media outlets were wondering if it was uh, a bogus report. Well, I'm here to tell you that it is anything but bogus. Because today, the Rays had a press conference. I don't know. I think there was one St. Pete City Council person that went. No one else went. But here is here's what they're thinking of doing. I'm just scratching my head. Basically, they would take the entire... Tampa Bay Rays home schedule starting in, I think, 2022 or 2021. And the first half of the season, they would play their home games here in Tampa, Florida. For the second half of the season, they would play all of their home team uh, games in Montreal. And they're talking about building a much smaller open-air, two open-air stadiums, I believe the way the plan goes, in both cities. One in Tampa, and they are now talking about, well, if you build a smaller stadium that's open-air, we could uh, build that stadium right in downtown St. Petersburg where Al Lang Field is now for the Rowdies. Also mentioned was the site over at uh, Derby Lane, just across Gandy Bridge. And there could be possible sites in Tampa. But this is a plan where you're going to share your team with Montreal. And for half of the year, you're not going to have your team. I don't know, but I don't see where that's going to be an incentive for more people to go to the ballpark for the first half of the season. And Lord only knows how that would try to play out when you're in the playoffs. What a disruption, not only to our team, but to to the other teams, depending on who would get the playoff games. And basically, there's been an ultimatum put on the table today by the Rays saying, you know, Things are so dismal here, uh, we have to do this. We want to stay here, but we have to do this. Our intention is to stay here, but we have to do this. 
I don't know, my friends. This is getting pretty bizarre. Phone lines will be open at 877-943-9673. I wonder, some of you are business people that are listening today. Some of you are sports folks listening today. And some of you may just come from the family perspective, but could somebody help me out one way or another? Give me a call at 877-943-9673. I think this is worthy of having a conversation as to how this could work out, how this couldn't work out. And someone help me with this because I think it is going to cut morale about going to see the race even further than what it is now. And there's just something about me that I think uh, personal psychology is when you get into these situations. Hey, that's my team. I mean, you see people who are just rabid, say, about the Packers, the Cheeseheads. People who are just rabid about the Boston Red Sox. People are rabid about the Cubbies or the Yankees. There's just something that just sort of kills the spirit of the community, I think, by saying, hey, we're going to split this team with another team. Anyway, let's get off the let's get today off to a great start with a conversation. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Those are the breaking news headlines of the day keeping you informed. And want to tell you that we've got a lot more discussions to come and as always, we appreciate your audience participation. If you ever want to uh, talk about a topic or uh, give us a note, you can email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. That's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. The Rays, is this the chopping block? Is this the beginning of the end? Or do you think a two-city approach is going to save this team forever and ever and ever? 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on earth. This bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel. Call to book today, 800-247-1899, or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. 
SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Will they stay or will they go? The big question on everybody's mind this afternoon as a press conference earlier today by Stu Sternberg basically has a lot more scratching of the head than it did to sort of answer some questions. Bill Bunkley here, live with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Invite you to take part in this discussion because this is – This is a major deal for Tampa Bay. This is a major deal for Major League Baseball. And I want to tell you that uh, it's already a partial black eye, in my estimation, uh, for businesses, for reputation, for those that uh, might want to move here, move their corporate businesses here, quality of life. You know, you've got a Major League football team. You've got a Major League Baseball team. You've got soccer I think this is already starting to be a blow to the area. Am I overreacting? 877-943-9673. Rich is first up to bat. He is a resident uh, there in St. Petersburg. Rich, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, you're a big fan, and I might be a bigger fan of baseball. (laughs) Well, you could be, but, 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 but it's also in your hometown, so... Uh, it, it's crazy for me, but the question is, is it even more crazy for you with some of the things that they're talking about? Because uh, to me, it's scary, Rich. I, I'm I'm of the opinion that are they laying some sort of elaborate game plan to be able to get out of their lease before 2027? Well, you know, you make a great point there because shortly after the folks from uh, New York got down here, they were talking about building a brand-new stadium. I think they were trying to pull the same deal that the Glazers did with the Bucks, but yes. those days may be gone. i tell you what, you're a fan, and you know that every year, the last, uh, what was it, three years, the attendance at all major league venues, stadiums, has been down. Mm-hmm. And some people attribute that to, uh, you know, a lack of falling of baseball. I attribute it to the fact that uh, there's just not as much disposable income out there as there used to be. As an example, take the Miami. Now, Miami wanted a brand-new stadium, and they got their new outdoor stadium, and they were promised tons of people to attend, and it just didn't work out that way. These people are in last place. I don't know that a new stadium uh, is the answer to it. I think that – the reason now that they might be willing to split locations is because they've looked out all the various markets throughout America, and they're finding a hard way to go because none of the citizens want to tax themselves for these uh, wealthy guys to make even more money than they did or have. So we're caught between a rock and a hard place. I think if we just sit where we are, they'll finish out their uh, <clears throat> period of 
uh, I think it's till 2027. Yes, it uh, is. And they'll, and they'll go else. ahead and pay the bill for that through that period of time. I don't think there's any chance we're going to lose these guys because other markets are not willing to tax themselves. And the most recent uh, – uh, negotiations with the Tampa area, which I thought had some potential. Uh, the Rays don't want to kick in any money. They want the taxpayers to foot the bill for them. These guys are welfare rich people, and uh, they think that you and I should pay. I tell you quite frankly, I don't have any intent uh, to want to uh, kick in extra tax dollars other than what we've already kicked in to get this particular stadium. And I'm a big baseball fan. And I tell you what, we've got a great stadium there. Just look at all the rain delays throughout the country where the Rays play. This is a super stadium. And I would say update this stadium electronically and get the the various uh, businesses in. Try to get some businesses first. Businesses are sucking hind tit right now. (laughs) They ain't making no money. And uh, I would also say that the idea that this is um, this split schedule also kind of plays into one of my thoughts, and that is they want the Rays to play the spring the springtime. They want them the I mean I mean they want St. Pete to take the first half of the season, and then the second half of the season they want to go to Montreal. Now what's interesting is. Yes, I think that disposable income of what you just shared, I think that's part of it. I think the other part of it is, is both Miami and Florida, when you either have disposable income, add to that a lot of other uh, potential entertainment for a family's dollar. I mean, there's so much going on in Florida. I mean, we're really blessed to have a lot of options. People up north in those heavily populated cities uh, a lot of them, like in the Bronx or whatnot, you know, they don't even get out of the city much, uh, and they have limited income too. And you're right, all the parks are down, but but at least that's that's one of the limited things they can do throughout the season. Here in Florida, you got people freshwater fishing, saltwater fishing, camping, uh, all these. You look at all these day trips. I mean, there's a lot of things we can do, and I think the other thing is, and I want to we got like two minutes left, I want you to comment. Unfortunately, the other sports um, have been sort of mechanized, and you talked a little bit about adding more electronics, but they've also been talking about the fact that the game of baseball takes too long, that between the pitcher stepping out, the batter stepping out, that in, a, in the next generation they're in the quickness with these video games, that one of the reasons why baseball is becoming, you know, not absorbed by the youngsters, it just takes too long. Where you and I have grown up with the tradition, so we're into it. I'm not sure unless they do something to speed up the game a little bit that uh, they're they're not going to be further causing themselves some fall off in fans. Your thought? Exactly. I I, I will say that's exactly right. Uh, They've done a few things to speed the game, as you well know, and of course we're, we're trying, both- but it's not it's not in total it's not making a big dent. You got it. I think you're absolutely right. I think they could speed up the game and make it more appealing to younger folks, the millennials. They want it now, and uh, there's a lot of excitement there with baseball that I still find, and I hate to see it uh, go, but I don't think it's going to. I really don't. I don't think now's the time that. Any city is going to take in on any more debt, 
Uh, and I don't feel that anything other than private enterprise is viable. Uh, they've got to find a way to get the investors. No, I, mean, I will. T- I, I will tell you. Uh, I'm in Tallahassee during the session. I remember it well. The guys and gals from South Florida were very, very capable. And I remember when the legislature, there was certainly folks that were saying, don't do this, it's not going to make a difference. Well, well well-connected folks and probably the number one lobbyist in in success with the legislature, he's right down the middle of South Florida, led the effort. So they got their money. They even got Derek Jeter, for goodness sakes. And all of that is not attracting the fans. I say, you know what? We just got to wait it out. I don't think Mr. Christman's going to agree to split with any city. And Sternberg said today he would go to 2027 if they had to. So, Rich, we'll see what happens. But um, it's a sad day when we've got this kind of a uh, – I mean, this is kind of like uh, putting bubble gum trying to fix an auto repair. But uh, it is what it is, Rich. Hey, listen, I appreciate your insight on it. You brought some things up that I never really gave a lot of thought to. So you have yourself a great day. You too. And that's what dialogue's all about. That's how we learn. And Rich, appreciate it when he gets a chance to call in. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We'll take your call. Also going to segue into young Americans less comfortable dealing, interacting with LGBT people. Talk about this story next. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. In a series of tweets, President Trump has turned up the rhetoric after Iran dismissed new economic sanctions imposed by the U.S. as outrageous and idiotic. The president threatens Iran with a great and overwhelming force if there's any attack by Iran on anything American. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the U.S. is hopeful that a peace agreement to bring an end to 17 years of war in Afghanistan can be reached before September 1st. After adding restrictions on how the money can be spent, House Democrats say they've got the votes to pass a $4.5 billion aid package to deal with the humanitarian crisis at the southern border. The White House has threatened to veto the House version. Stephanie Grisham, spokesperson for First Lady Melania Trump, will be the new White House press secretary, replacing Sarah Huckabee Sanders. This is SRN News. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Perhaps you're familiar with the magazine Teen Vogue, the edition of the fashion magazine targeting 12- and 13-year-old girls. Now, this doesn't seem possible, but it is. Teen Vogue has published an article advocating prostitution, advocating sex work to young teen girls. The title of the piece speaks for itself, quote, why sex work is real work, end quote. The author argues that such work can be, quote, affirming for many people who need human connection, friendship, and emotional support, end quote. This is unimaginable. When you consider the fact that these young girls are among the key targets of sex traffickers and the numbers of sex trafficking crimes are skyrocketing, we're watching more than a moral revolution. This is an explosion. This is a moral bomb going off. Sometimes today, parents don't know something because they don't want to know. That's not an option, not for parents who care about their children. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, impacting policy decisions today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Austin is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I just love that every class is 
not just about the subject. Not only are you learning mentally and, and growing in the subjects that you're getting, you're also getting a spiritual aspect that you don't really get at another school. Academics are important, but there's no higher priority than spiritual growth and development within a caring community. Not a lot of schools have like a retreat where you actually get to go develop as a Christian, but you're also just growing in friendship. From pre-K through 12th grade, Sarasota Christian is a school where your child will feel accepted immediately, be cared for deeply, and never be made to feel like an outsider. Yeah, I've always felt welcome here, and that's one of our biggest things that we pride ourselves on. We're really good at inviting and being able to bring kids in and become really great friends. Sarasota Christian School, dedicated to Christ and your child's success since 1958. Schedule a tour at org. That's sarasotachristian.org. In the last seven years, Autoglass America has paid out over $2 million buying back damaged windshields. Some people think this is too good to be true, but just ask any of Autoglass America's over 70,000 customers. If your windshield is chipped or cracked, call us. We'll buy it back. No gimmicks, no hassle, no fuss, no muss. Just cash in your pocket with a brand new windshield. Autoglass America at 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we buy it back, period. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. We're back, Bill Bunkley here on this Tuesday afternoon. And just for you, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, we live in a culture of certainly a variety of lifestyles. And uh, one of the lifestyles that uh, certainly has uh, done a great deal to promote itself with uh, numbers that are probably not near as large as it would seem with all of the pride festivals and things that are happening, but it is the LGBTQ community. Well, interesting uh, that USA Today has uh, been doing some research and some ongoing research, and uh, this is kind of interesting because on one hand, it seems that the uh, LGBTQ rights have come a long way, but then again, when you really, really drill down on actual numbers, they're still a, they are still a, a, a fairly, a very uh, insignificant number in terms of the total population of the United States. Now, I don't know who was mentioning this the other day, but um, 
trying to think who that was. But many years ago, if you might uh, recall through Hollywood, television, and the civil rights movement, when we started to recognize the, um, the unfair uh, actions that had happened to our African-American friends, you started to see Hollywood and television include a host of African-American characters. And recently, you know, in the last year, year and a half, probably two years, you are seeing that uh, Hollywood in the movies, cartoons, things that we from a Christian worldview would not agree with because, uh, not because it's our opinion, but because we have a firm belief that Jesus Christ is who he said he was. There's one God, and uh, through the Holy Spirit uh, of, the, of the, tri- uh, the third part of the Trinity, we've been left with a, an instruction book. And that instruction book is the Bible, it's the Scriptures. And so uh, there are certain things that we condone, certain things we don't condone, because we are following uh, Christ. And so, but what you will see is uh, Hollywood's been very, very uh, capable as well as uh, television. And what we're seeing is the introduction of the LGBTQ characters uh, in sitcoms, movies, certain placement, because that's all designed to bring forth a, a, different, th- uh, a different method of thinking with the population at large. That's just how these things uh, work. So the following article that appeared in USA Today um, has really caught the attention of many folks, whether you're pro-LGBTQ or you're not supportive of that lifestyle for uh, maybe the views that I just uh, suggested. But USA Today has uh, some interesting numbers. Now imagine this. The thought is that in younger folks, in millennials, they are, you know, they have been perceived as those who have been leading in the LGBTQ acceptance. So when USA Today found that that acceptance is dropping off, uh, that is a big deal, and that's an important cultural deal to at least take a look at. Now, according to USA Today, young people are growing less tolerant of LGBTQ individuals, which USA Today says is a jarring, a jarring turn for a generation traditionally considered embracing and open, and uh, this was published on Monday. The number of Americans age 18 to 34, the younger group, who are comfortable interacting with LGBTQ people, in 2017, 53% of those younger Americans in 2017 were comfortable interacting with LGBTQ folks. That has dropped significantly. In one year, it's gone from 53%, not up, but down to 45% in 2018. And that has a lot of the folks that track these type of things 
Uh, it's got their attention. Now, what's interesting is this is the only age group in the USA Today surveys to show a decline. And this is based on an annual report called the Accelerating Acceptance Report. Now, the <laughs> I like that title. It seems a little biased to start with, doesn't it? The Accelerating Acceptance Report. Well, one of the main categories isn't quite accelerating. It is decelerating. And so when you look at that, that young group, 18 to 34, do you know what the acceptance was two years ago in 2016? 63%. So follow me, class. In two years, the acceptance and I guess wanting to hang out and feeling comfortable, whatever all that means, It's gone from 63% in 2016, and we're down to um, 45%. We're down to 45% in 2018. Who knows what's happening in 2019? That survey's not out yet because the year's not over yet. So here is a further breakdown of how how that acceptance is not working out in line with the title of the annual survey. Young women whose overall comfort levels plunged from 64% in 27 to 52% in 2018 says that the young people we thought, and they still are, we believe, According to John Gersma, CEO of the Harris Poll, his comments to USA Today on this phenomenon says, we count on the narrative that young people are more progressive and more tolerant. He says these numbers are very alarming. And he says these numbers signal a looming social crisis in discrimination. Within the, the survey itself, here's a couple of other statistics. 36% or a little more than one out of three of young people say they were uncomfortable learning a family member had come out LGBTQ compared with 29 percent in 2017. Definitely significantly less accepting. 34 percent were uncomfortable learning their doctor was LGBTQ versus 27 percent a year earlier. Now, keep in mind, this is the age group that's going to progress to be leading the country. That's why the Harris Poll and other, you know, other folks looking at this, why this is so significant. I mean, this is the future. Obviously, when you get into age groups like myself and the fact that I am a, um, a practicing Christ follower, most will know that those of us who really take the book, the Bible, very seriously in our lives, 
not going to see a, a whole lot of change in our attitude. So, but when you look at something like this, this is significant. 39% were uncomfortable learning their child had a school lesson on LGBTQ history versus 30% in 2017. 39%, that's almost 40%. So, this is very, very interesting. And so as we look at this, there's also some numbers here. And by the way, tolerance is taking a hit. Americans are less accepting of LGBT people in 2017. The negative shift for the young is surprising, said Sarah Kate Ellis. She's with GLAD, G-L-A-A-D, that is a homosexual rights organization, president and CEO. When GLAD delved into the numbers, the group found that the younger generation was coming in contact with more LGBTQ people, particularly individuals who are non-binary and don't identify simply as lesbian or gay. I don't know how many there are now. Is there 30, 40, or 50? And then you have some that I don't even know what the terms are. But when it was just, hey, I'm a lesbian, I'm a female lesbian, or I'm a male, gay, male, gay or homosexual, however you want to refer to it, there was more clear yes or no. But now with all of the other designations, it seems like the momentum of support uh, for this movement could be falling off drastically. And I say could be. We don't know for sure. But as we look at this, you know, it's the young people who are on the social platforms. And I want to tell you, there's a lot of hate speech out there toward, say, men and women of faith and there's a lot of hate speech towards LGBTQ. But that hate speech going back and forth on net that uh, Gersman said, Gersma said, our toxic culture is enveloping young people. It instills fear, fear, alienation, but also permissibility that could sway impressionable minds, young minds, on what is acceptable. So, Going to take a break, but uh, interesting story. Uh, we were trying to get some folks with focus to be with us today to give us their point of view. But um, as we go forward, continue to watch the placement of LGBTQ characters in movies, in the media. It's very similar to uh, what was done to advance the acceptance of the civil rights movement and uh, acceptance of African-Americans, which Hollywood helped us to go in that direction. Um, We'll see how far Hollywood and the depiction of this particular um, group of folks is going to play out. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. What is hemp? We'll start that discussion and probably take it over to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 1-800-462-3333. That's 1-800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. Bill Bunkley with something to think about. Operation Trade Seekers reminds us about the dark side of life in West Central Florida. First, we've been known for years as the strip club capital of the world. Then recently, Ashley Madison, a well-known marital infidelity hookup website, bestowed another black eye by rating the top 20 most unfaithful cities in America. Orlando is number one, Tampa is number nine, and St. Pete comes in at 14. What a distinction. Along with regular human trafficking busts in Polk County, Hillsborough Sheriff's just netted 85 arrests of its own. The charges include dealing in the sex trade, practicing massage without a license, and possession of child porn. If you or someone you know is involved with sex trafficking, there is hope and a rescue. Call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-T-H-E-L-O-S-T. I'm Bill Bunkley. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And um, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you know what hemp is? Do you know that hemp is cannabis? Do you know what cannabis is? Well, usually in our culture today, our society, when you usually mention cannabis, the reference is usually to marijuana, to pot. But uh, there are two plants that are renowned in the cannabis clan. One is marijuana. The other is hemp. Now, if anything, they are very distant cousins, but because of the effects of marijuana, hemp has sort of been, through the years, in modern times, thrown in with marijuana. So here's, here's the quick skinny. With marijuana, there's two things that you track in marijuana, CDB oil or CDB extract and then THC. THC in marijuana is the buzz agent. And depending on the concentration of THC, the kind of pot you're buying on the street today, what, uh, anywhere from 18 to, what, 25% concentration. And if you get what's known as uh, super pot, super weed, I think you can get THC concentration up to 35%. So... That's marijuana. With hemp, you also have CDB and you have THC. The CDB is kind of a different oil. And, again, for marijuana and hemp, uh, certain properties of that for potential medical purposes. But one thing to remember about hemp and THC. Remember, THC is the buzz agent. Hemp has extremely low levels of THC. The bottom line is, if if you're going to smoke hemp, the chances of you getting a buzz is like zero to zero. But if you smoke hemp, you got a pretty good chance of getting a pretty bad headache. So the reason why I'm saying this is, is that This Friday or Saturday, I think that's a timetable, Governor Rick DeSantis is going to sign a bill legalizing the hemp industry, hemp production here in Florida. And though I am one that has been very, very concerned and cautious about the overselling of marijuana, there's no doubt in my mind that the CDB oil and we have terminal patients, you know, there's no doubt in my mind there are effects from marijuana of a medical of a medical uh, classification. But I'm still in the camp that I think many of the things have been very overblown without scientific research to back it up. However, hemp is in a different ballpark. When we come back to the top of the hour, um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about hemp because the governor now has decided to sign this bill. Nikki Freed, our agricultural commissioner, who has been the lawyer for the marijuana folks and for the hemp folks, et cetera, et cetera, 
you know, she is definitely all in on marijuana, probably recreational marijuana, the whole nine yards. So we're going to talk a little bit more about him, and I'll give you a little tease. Two of our presidents, I believe, and some of this, when you get into hemp research and marijuana research, it's very difficult because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of non-verified stuff on the web. So I'm being very careful and even telling you that uh, all of this is just the, uh, subject to more research. But two of our presidents actually were hemp producers, hemp growers. We believe that George Washington and part of his agricultural products grew hemp and that uh, Thomas Jefferson uh, uh, on his Virginia plantation that he grew hemp. And remember, there's a lot more things about hemp you may not know. Most of you probably know that hemp, and if you've been in Boy Scouts, Trail Life, or Rope Work, you know you've got hemp, a rope made out of hemp. Hemp has been made, hemp has been used a lot in rope making. It's very sturdy. But we'll talk about that. Plus, where is Governor DeSantis when it comes to recreational pot? Does he support recreational pot or does he not support recreational pot? All that plus the hemp discussion coming up in the next hour. Plus, learn about a prayer. The ACLU fought to have atheists in their prayers shared in the state of Alaska at government meetings. Well, in the Kenai Peninsula, there was a government meeting. And before that meeting, there's a prayer. Guess what the prayer was? Hail Satan. That's right. I don't make this stuff up. Hail Satan. Now, how would you feel if you went to go to that government with a government regress and you had and you had hail Satan going on. Anyway, I'll be over on AM 570 and 910 for those of you listening on our answer stations and on the biz. Uh, thanks for being with us today. And for those of you who don't follow me over, we'll see you tomorrow at 4. For all others, if you're not on AM 570 or 910, try either one. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll be right back. I've got a crack in my glass. A what? In your what? A crack in my glass. Oh, your car. What a pain in the glass. Autoglass America will come to you and give you cash for your cracked glass. And they'll give you new glass for free. Their work is guaranteed. They use OEM quality windshields. Call Autoglass America at 81396-GLASS. That's 81396-G-L-A-S-S. Comprehensive insurance required. Autoglass America. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group News this hour from townhall.com I'm Ronda Rockstrom 
President Trump hopes Iran responds positively after he imposed new sanctions against the regime following the downing of a U.S. drone. When they're ready, they'll let us know. Very simple. Ready to negotiate, you mean? Ready to do whatever. Doesn't make any difference. Whatever they want to do, I'm ready. Speaking to reporters in the Oval Office today, Mr. Trump says Iran still takes his threats seriously, even after he decided against approving strikes in retaliation for the downing of that drone. Military affairs analyst, retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, tells the Salem Radio Network that Mr. Trump's decision not to retaliate is starting to bear fruit. He's not being portrayed as a war hawk, but somebody that is you know, rationally responding to what appears to be uh, ongoing irrational behavior by the likes of the Ayatollah. McGinnis says while using rhetoric in public, Iran's meeting with its allies behind closed doors. North Dakota's sole abortion clinic is suing over two state laws it believes tells doctors to lie, including one measure passed this year that requires physicians to tell women they may reverse a so-called medication abortion if they have second thoughts. The discovery of dozens of children in filthy conditions at one of its stations in Texas, apparently the final straw for the head of the Customs and Border Protection Agency, who's announced he's stepping down. Acting Customs and Border Protection Commissioner John Sanders said in a message to employees that he would be resigning on July 5th. Previously CBP's chief operating officer, Sanders was named acting commissioner in April. That's after the agency's previous leader, Kevin McAleenan, became acting secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. CBP is the agency that apprehends and first detains migrant parents and children crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. Correspondent Shelley Adler with that report. News and analysis at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards, and it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Now we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. The fiancé of slain Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi has taken her campaign for justice over his grisly slaying to the U.N.'s top human rights body. Turkish citizen Hatice Cengiz has urged the U.N. to take the next step following a blistering report from an independent investigator on alleged Saudi involvement in Jamal Khashoggi's slaying. Cengiz says she hasn't gotten over the October 2 killing at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. She remains haunted by the prospect that Khashoggi might not really be dead because his body has never been found. Cengiz was speaking on the theme Silencing Dissent, which mostly criticised alleged rights abuses in Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. I'm Charles Tiladesma. Breakdancing has moved a step closer to the 2024 Olympics after IOC members formally endorsed requests to provisionally add breakdancing to the program pending a final decision in December. Breaking news and analysis, townhall.com. 
Meanwhile, the uh, SpaceX launched its heftiest rocket with 24 research satellites. The Falcon Heavy blasted off from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida at 2.30 a.m. this morning. Sales of new U.S. homes slumped 7.8% in May as sales plunged in the pricier northeastern and western markets. The Commerce Department says the new homes sold at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 626000 in May. That's down from 679000 in April. During the first five months of the year, purchases of new homes have fallen 3.7% compared to the same period in 2018. Meanwhile, the median sales price of a new home fell 2.7% from a year ago to 308000 Correspondent Jeremy House reports lower mortgage rates and a healthy job market have yet to unleash more home buying. More news and analysis at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome one, welcome all. Bill Bunkley here. Second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Tuesday afternoon. It's a hot one out there, and add the humidity to it. Uh, temps well over 100 throughout our listening area. And so uh, as the sun is starting to give us a little bit of a break, hope you all are keeping your safe uh, throughout uh, our area. Well, how's your day going? How's your week going? How's your month? How's your year? How's your life? Hey, we're glad to have you with us today, but always want to remind you that there's only one main thing with uh, your host and uh, with uh, Salem Communications. Sure, we are interested in business and bringing you very good business programming on our business stations who are not with us right now. And uh, also, we're certainly conservative. You can uh, pick that up by listening to our conservative stations. But I want to tell you that the backbone of this heart and the soul of this con- of this uh, of this company uh, is our is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, the Let's Talk Faith, a portion of our platforms all throughout America, those are our. Those are our most important platforms, and we're glad that you're with us today. And though we take some time out on your way home during the afternoon and uh, give you an opportunity also at lunchtime, I know Jay Seculo is with us at lunch, uh, keeping us update uh, mostly of what uh, is going on in Washington as well as uh, uh, some of the overlapping in some of the other countries in terms of human rights. But uh, just always sometimes like to remind you early on that the main thing uh, today uh, is uh, for you is your relationship with Jesus Christ, and uh, you know we can live life the difficult way and try and do it all by ourselves, or we can live life 
by just sitting back, not being lazy, but sitting back and committing absolutely everything to prayer and then waiting for the Lord to answer. And so there's two different ways to live your life. And I know that many of you uh, are listening today and uh, you are sold out. I mean, you've been sold out for quite some time. The Lord is uh, your compass, your guide. Uh, He's not your co-pilot. Uh, Every time where I saw people saying, oh, God is my co-pilot. No, he is not your co-pilot. He's not co-anything with us. He's our pilot. He's our pilot. And we are here to to serve the pilot and to learn of his ways. And it's remarkable for those of you who have walked with him for a long time, who have trusted him, you know, once you get past that trusting part, and once you have uh, the Holy Spirit has helped you master the, and I call it the art, the art of patience. Because everything that screams as us, screams at us today is you got to have it. You got to have it now. Even Prime. You know, I'm a Prime subscriber with Amazon. You know, I remember when it's pretty neat that uh, most stuff on Prime you can order and get in a couple of days. But you know what? Now we've got some warehouses in the vicinity, and we don't want Prime in two days. We want Prime today. For instance, I needed to order a new refrigerator, water filter. And as I was thinking about it, I thought, well, for sure, if I order it very early in the morning or late at night, I'm sure one of those things where I'll have it the next afternoon. Well, I went to order Prime, and guess what? It it won't be here till tomorrow, and I ordered it this morning. And my first reaction was, well, I wonder why this isn't on Prime same day. And then I started thinking about it. I thought, you impatient person. Because you see, we all fall into this, I want it and I want it now. So in my example that I'm just sharing with you this afternoon, first of all, you don't have to have everything that you want want now. That you want, you want it now. Now, I got to tell you, I passed a brand new center console bolt on the Veterans Expressway. And I knew, I knew when I was 100 feet behind it, it was brand new because everything, you know, cloudless day, everything was just sparkling. All the chrome, all the attention getter stuff uh and so i came up on it and uh, mrs bunkley could tell you you know for years i've wanted a center council boat but we're not we're not there and uh and that's okay uh but you know it's this constant battle we are bombarded with images we're bombarded with messages and we want it we want it now and then i found myself man I don't have to get in my car. I don't have to go anywhere. I pay $112 a year extra for Amazon Prime. And uh, and by the way, their prices, I mean, we used to think that Walmart was putting people out of business, which they did, small businesses and services. And now Amazon is putting a pressure on the big discount box stores. Well, Walmart's starting to fight back with their own online delivery service. They've got a ways to catch up with uh, Amazon, but 
It's just amazing, but yet there still is with inside of me this patience, impatience, I should say. So I got a ha- I got a handle on that pretty quick, and, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. Because I don't know what you may be dealing with today, but you know you have this thought come in your mind, and you really have to yield to the Holy Spirit to say, "Okay, Holy Spirit, do I need this?" How urgently do I need this? Could I do without this? Could I do with something else, maybe alternative? It might be a little bit cheaper, and upon research, it might be better. You just have to apply this and then have that smile come on your face because it doesn't matter what you pray for, small things, big things. I mean, I ask the Lord, that when something seems to be broken, I say, Lord, this seems to be broken, but if it's not broken or something can be jarred or whatever, Father, just just tell me or lead me there so I don't have to pay a repair bill. So I, I pray, you pray for the smallest things and then the very large things, like I'm praying for uh, total healing from uh, my leukemia diagnosis, March of uh, 2018, and going through uh, some some hoops uh, that make life difficult right now, but I'm praying for a total recovery. So, But my point is, is that we are so spontaneous. And we are just programmed by the world that uh, whenever something does break, hey, we, we, we got to, you know, we want one now. So in my example, there's no doubt that I, I didn't have a lot of praying to do. Should I replace my water filter in my refrigerator? Well, the answer is, if I'm going to draw water out of the refrigerator, I better go ahead and get a brand new filter in there because there's a lot of stuff in tap water. Or I could make another decision and say, Lord, we're just not going to use ice or water out of our refrigerator anymore. Therefore, I'm not going to fix it. So it's an easy example of walking through what I should do. And I want to tell you that I priced, I, I had priced previously Home Depot and um, Lowe's. And I knew already to be a good steward of the money. And I give you a little tip. This won't cost you any extra. You know, a lot of these, I have a Samsung refrigerator. And it basically, the local stores, one replacement costs $49. But yet you can look and you have copycats that you can buy maybe three for 50 and I drilled down until I saw, trying to figure out, are these the same, not the same? And then I I got to a video where the Samsung one was cut in half and an off-brand was cut in half and opened it up. And, boy, you could tell the difference in the charcoal didn't go all the way to the sides of the container. So I thought, you know what? And I read enough that where it was worth it to buy the Samsung water filter. And then, lo and behold, I found on, uh, quite frankly, I found on Amazon that I could buy two Samsung filters for like 63 bucks, as opposed to one for 49 And so that's how I made my decision. So when I ordered it, I thought, well, surely I'll get it today. No, it's going to be two days. Well, I just want to just share you that, um, share that you are going to make hundreds of choices each You've made a whole bunch of choices, decisions, I should say, 
You've made a ton of decisions since you woke up this morning. And sometimes we get ourselves in a real fix because of the choices we make. And then we want God to be the holy bellhop and bail us out. We all make inappropriate choices. And with inappropriate choices comes consequences. Some consequences may be short-term. Some consequences may be several years. And quite frankly, some consequences could, could alter your, you for a lifetime. But the main thing to know is regardless of the consequences and the what-ifs, man, what if I wasn't speeding at 100 miles an hour? What if I hadn't started, you know, smoking marijuana? What if I hadn't done this? And, you know, the what-ifs are out there for all of us. Could be big ones, could be small ones. Get past that because the Lord loves you just where you're at, and he is going to embrace you, walk with you. His Holy Spirit that he left as the gift of all gifts, if you are his, is going to fill you. You just got to be still and listen to him. So whatever your day is like today, I hope that if you have been considering a relationship with Jesus Christ, today is the day. Now is the time. Say, Lord Jesus, I, I I want you in my heart. And you know, if you're that other person that, you know, you got one foot in the kingdom, one foot out, and you're just lured by Madison Avenue, man, I got to have those shoes, got to have that dress, got to have that car, guys, got to have that boat. You know, you're lukewarm in the eyes of the Lord, and that's not a good place to be because he detests people who are lukewarm. Come on back. Come on back and re- just give your life back to the Lord again. Confess where you went off the trail. Talk about how you want to be redeemed. He is in the saving, rescuing business, and he the whole Christian walk is a, a walk of redemption. So I just wanted to, I was just prompted to share that uh, as we began our show today, that, uh, you know, following Christ in the area of small decisions and big decisions. And as Charles Stanley has so impressed upon me, patience, patience, wait on him. Don't get ahead of the Lord. Don't get behind the Lord. Just patience and quiet meditation and quiet time. And the Lord will tell you when it's time because his timing is impeccable. Amen. Amen. We come back. What is hemp? Hemp is about to be legalized in Florida. If you were with us during the last segment, I began that discussion. But because you may think uh, hemp is, uh, if, you, if you know that hemp is, is a cannabis plant, you would be right. And maybe you think that, uh, you know, smoking marijuana is like smoking hemp. Well, we'll talk about that, tell you a little about hemp, what it's used for, because it's coming to Florida. Governor DeSantis decided to sign the bill, legalizing it in Florida. I'll tell you all about that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open. Questions or comments, 877-943-973. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Fears lurk in the shadows of every area of life. Hello, this is Chuck Swindoll. Perhaps you've suddenly discovered that an unexpected addition to your family is on the way. Don't be afraid. God will enable you to handle that. You may be uncertain where your job is leading, or you don't even have a job. God has provided for you before, and trust me, He will continue to provide. Maybe you have a doctor's appointment pending, and you're afraid of what that exam might reveal. Jesus says, stop being afraid. Put aside those fears. Trust me. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. Click Stand with Israel at Let's Talk Faith.com.
Bill Bunkley here, and yes, uh, accept that invitation to come in from the darkness into the light. There is hope. There's hope in Jesus Christ. There's hope in his personal relationship with you. Well, we're going to talk about hemp. We're going to talk about a cannabis plant this afternoon. And because I suspect there is uh, a wee bit of uh, misperception, if you will, misunderstanding, if you might, there is a big difference between these two cannabis plants. As I mentioned in the last hour, oftentimes you hear about cannabis, you you immediately say, you immediately process that, that we're talking about marijuana, pot. No, that's not necessarily the case because even though they're real distant cousins, hemp and marijuana are both considered uh, to be cannabis plants. And because I covered this last hour, just very quickly, the marijuana plant has two main uh, structures in it. It's got the CDB, which is uh, the production of the CDB oil, which, you know, a couple, three years ago, I was involved with the debate on that because of the children who were having seizures, uh, and the seizures that they were having were just horrible, horrible, horrible to watch. But the CDB oil, the extract of the marijuana plant, seemed to help them. We also know that uh, for people who are truly terminal with just days or months to live in great pain, there has been uh, the smoking of marijuana to ease that pain in the final days. And so now we have the great debate about medical marijuana has been approved here in the state of Florida, and you've seen these places have popped up all over. And, yes, you can smoke it uh, if you've got the right, uh, you know, uh, so-called script. Now, on the other hand, you got hemp. And I know there's somebody listening today. If you've heard that the governor, there was a bill sponsored to uh, make hemp legal in Florida. It's been illegal. It's basically been tied to the marijuana plant. Some of you are thinking, are you kidding me? Not only are they doing marijuana, now they're doing hemp, and now they're da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And what is Governor DeSantis thinking? He's going to sign this hemp bill, da-da-da-da-da. Well, I thought it was important, uh, you know, we as followers of Christ, you know, we always want to be on the side of truth. And I try to give both sides, uh, even though I may be, as you might call it, in the tank for one side of an issue or the other. Basically, hopefully, you can always track that back to the scriptures uh, because uh, I base my opinions the best I can on Christian worldview values. But many of you have maybe have begun to hear or before you hear about hemp and start thinking, oh, man, what is our governor doing? Now he's going to do hemp as well. Well, let's talk about it. Marijuana has CDB, CDB uh, chemical extract, and it has THC. THC is the buzz part, okay? That's what gives you the buzz. And higher and higher concentrations, let me tell you, you know, uh, if you had experimented back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s by doing a little reefer, I got into a little reefer madness. Now, I I know this is a Christian show, and I know none of you have ever smoked uh, a doobie. So, uh, uh, in case there's one person that's listening, but, you know, I want to just be real. The THC that you may have experimented with decades ago is not the THC that's out on the streets today. I mean, it's like 20, 25%, and if you get super pot, it can be up as high as 35%. 
and uh, that is some strong pot. Now let's talk about hemp because that's where we're going first. We will talk about Governor DeSantis' position on recreational marijuana that was also discussed when all of this is coming up. So I'll tell you where he's at on smoking marijuana recreationally. But let's talk about hemp. Hemp's been around a long time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you all the uses that hemp has been used for. As I mentioned during the first hour, hemp has CDB oil, and it also has like a trace of the buzz element called THC. Now, the CDB oil is a little bit different, but the main thing about hemp is the fibers. Remember the fibers. And if you've ever gone to Home Depot, Lowe's, or, or wherever, and you piece of rope, this is hemp twine or hemp rope, that's made out of hemp. Now, the THC that is in hemp, it's so small that if you smoke hemp to get high, you're not going to get a buzz, but you will in all probability get a pretty bad headache. So the first thing to know about hemp is we're not concerned about hemp, that it's going to be transformed into some sort of of a mind-altering drug uh, situation. And we're going to end up, because somebody's smoking hemp, we're going to have more wrong-way deaths. We're going to have people, you know, getting high. No, 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 no. Because that's why I want to clear the air about what hemp is or isn't. And I mentioned during the last hour, uh, there's thoughts that uh, both George Washington and it's probably in the inventory of his crops. Two of our presidents, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, were probably hemp growers on their Virginia farms. So, now keep in mind, hemp has been around, hemp and the use of hemp has been around for a long time. Think about some of these comparisons. One acre of hemp will produce as much fiber as two to three acres of cotton. And one of the distinctions is, is hemp is so different than cotton, but yet it's some of the same fibers that can be intertwined. Hemp fiber is stronger, and believe it or not, hemp fiber is softer than cotton. Hemp will last twice as long as cotton, and guess what? Cotton will mildew. Hemp will not mildew. Cotton grows only in moderate climates. By the way, this comes to us from a website called hempbasics.com, hempbasics.com. Cotton only grows in moderate climates and requires more water than hemp. So hemp doesn't use as much irrigation, and hemp can withstand a frost. It's frost tolerant. Only moderate amounts of water, and it will grow in all 50 states. Now, if you talk about cotton as a fiber, it requires large quantities of pesticides and herbicides. Here's a statistic. According to hemp.com, 50% of the world's pesticides and herbicides are used in the cotton production. Man, that's a lot of chemicals being sprayed on that cotton, isn't it? Hemp. (laughs) Hemp, the bugs don't like hemp. Hemp requires zero insecticide. And only moderate amounts of fertilizer. There's no herbicides either. 
How about this? On an annual basis, one acre of a hemp crop will produce as much paper as two to four acres of trees. When you're talking about, well, tissue paper, are you talking about cardboard? All types of paper products can be produced from hemp. So think about the efficiencies in terms of a farmer and agriculture. You're going to grow trees the long time it takes for the trees to mature, or you're going to grow hemp if you're supplying some of the paper producers. And by the way, they say that the quality of hemp paper is superior to tree-based paper. And what I want you to think about is, as I, I'm going to go through a little bit more, think about God created God created everything. So we've got marijuana. There's things that are good for us. There's things that are not good for us, and you can make your opinion on the one. But, but think about this hemp. Think about this, this creation of hemp. And that's why I, I, when the Lord told me or, or the Spirit or myself, I thought, you know what? Since hemp is a big deal that we're dealing with in Tallahassee, I wanted to make sure you understood what hemp was all about because there's going to be a lot of misinformation. And the governor's probably going to have to explain himself that he didn't just authorize another, you know, drug, quote, unquote, other than the CDB. The hemp paper is superior to tree-based paper. If you're using hemp paper, it will last hundreds of Hundreds of years without degrading. Tree paper doesn't last that long. And by the way, hemp can be paper can be recycled many more times than tree-based paper and requires less toxic chemicals in the manufacturing process than paper that's made from trees. Now, how about fiberboard? Hemp can be used to make fiberboard. It's stronger but it's lighter than actual wood. Substituting hemp fiberboard for timber would further reduce the need to cut down all of the forest or the big tree production. Hemp can also be used to produce strong, durable, and environmentally friendly plastic substitutes. I know you're waiting for me to get to the rope, but no, how about plastic substitutes? Thousands of products made from petroleum-based plastics can be produced from hemp-based composites. As I mentioned before, trees have to grow years and years before they're ready to make paper or wood. But hemp, hemp can be harvested, are you ready for this? 120 days after it's planted. Four months you got a hemp product, you harvest that and you, you, you plant your next crop. What a turnover. Hemp can grow on most land suitable for farming. And you know that, you know, to do the big forest and the tree farms, well, there has to be very, very large tracts available for that. And when you're in tree country, whether it's here, North Florida, North Florida has a lot of timber. I'm thinking about the folks with Hurricane Michael, those farmers. As soon as this hemp bill is signed, uh, I hope that our Department of Ag would maybe See if that's a crop that can help them with some quick uh, cash flow in the first year or two. And and so, how about the seeds? A hemp seed contains a protein that is more nutritious and more economical to produce than soybean protein. 
Hemp seeds are not intoxicating. Hemp seed protein can be used to produce virtually any product made from soybean, tofu, veggie burgers, burgers, butter, cheese, salad oils, ice cream, milk, etc. Hemp seed can also be ground into a nutritious flour that can be used to produce baked goods such as pasta, cookies, and breads. And the hemp seed can also be used to produce non-toxic diesel fuel. I mean, this is amazing. It's amazing how versatile this product is, this plant is. Uh, It can be used in diesel fuel. It can be used in paint, a varnish, detergent, ink, as well as lubricating oil. Because the hemp seeds account for up to half the weight of a mature hemp plant, hemp seed is a valuable source for these products. So here you got a, a plant God created that's going to give you the fiber, much more durable than cotton, and, and you know how, how well, it, well it does work excellent for ropes. And now you've got this whole idea about the seeds, and the seeds are abundant when you harvest it and you get the oil from the seeds. It can also be converted into clean-burning ethanol. And hemp produces more biomass than any other species, including corn, that can be grown in a wide range of, as I said, climates and locations. Um, And instead of using corn for ethanol, hemp can be used for the ethanol blend in your gasoline. Now, there's a lot of hemp being grown, but what's happened is that a lot of the U.S. marijuana laws prevent the growing of marijuana, but they also have included hemp. And there's, as the more I read about this, the more I read about it just got lumped in and nobody has bothered to drill down. I mean, I'm sure there's folks going back to Washington's time or Jefferson's time who understand hemp, but... um, because of the negative uh, publicity over marijuana, hemp's been kind of kind of dragged down. But from 1776 to 1937, well, what a range. Again, the forming of our republic to, to 37 of the last century. It had been a major American crop, and textiles made from hemp were common. Yet, the American Textile Museum, the Smithsonian Institute, and most American history books contain no mention of hemp. That's why I'm talking about it today. Because I learned some things about hemp I didn't know. I knew it wasn't a smokable deal, but I had no idea. I've got to come clean. I had no idea that its versatility with the plant itself and the seeds was so widespread. The government's war on drugs has created an atmosphere of self-censorship where speaking of hemp in a positive manner is considered politically incorrect or taboo. That is an absolutely accurate statement up until now. And by the way, not only did Washington and Jefferson grow it and made products, they also, in some of their writings, you can go back and see where they have, they praised the hemp plant way back when. In conclusion, let me just share this. No other natural resource offers the potential of hemp. Cannabis hemp 
is capable of producing significant quantities of paper, textiles, building materials, food, medicine, paint, detergent, varnish, oil, ink, and fuel. And hemp can grow almost anywhere, including here in Florida. You don't have to use pesticides. You don't have to use herbicides. Uh, by the way, cannabis hemp is also known as Indian hemp, if some of you have heard that in the past. We're talking about the same thing. And uh, it has the potential to become a major natural resource that can benefit both the economy and the government and the environment. Now, I want to tell you that since session was over, Governor DeSantis was up in the air about hemp. And it wasn't until the governor, and I want to praise him for this, he did his homework. And he said because of his homework, it was either, I think it was yesterday where he announced, hey, you know, I was up in the air about hemp, but now that I thoroughly understand the history, thoroughly understand the plant, yes, I will be signing the hemp bill. So I wanted to take a moment, um, and I know this audience is always interested in truth, and the fact that, that God created this plant. And it is so remarkable, all of what this plant can do. And yet, for reasons of being stereotyped, hooked in the same family as a a plant that can not only give you quite a buzz, but still the jury's out on all this THC and, you know, the old comparisons of, you know, cigarettes turning your lungs into black. And, uh, you know, you smoke marijuana. It's much more potent. You know, one marijuana were equals 10, 5, whatever it was, cigarettes. So all of that uh, black eye was also put upon hemp. And uh, it's just not accurate. So uh, we'll continue to follow this and uh, hope that you have, uh, uh, that maybe you heard it here. That uh, if the hemp becomes a major product, and again, I keep thinking of the panhandle and all the tree farms that were destroyed. You know, why don't we bulldoze the tree farms that were destroyed in that little area and let's let us let them plant some hemp. And they'll be able to harvest product in uh, four months. And they'll have four harvests a year. Now, I don't know how that rates to how much you get for trees after you plant new trees and you wait 10 years, 15 years to harvest. I don't know. But it sure seems like um, we are going in the right direction. What do you think? 877-943-9673. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Alaska. Alaska government meetings starting with the Nikenai Peninsula. Hail Satan. One of the painful, 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 painful aspects of the First Amendment freedom of speech. I'm Bill Bunkley. Give me a call. 877-943-9673. W262CP Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. John Sanders is stepping down as of July 5th as the acting commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection amid outrage over his agency's treatment of detained migrant children. CBP is the agency that apprehends and first detains migrant parents and children crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. 
President Trump is confident when the Iranians are ready to talk, they'll contact him. Speaking to reporters in the Oval Office, Mr. Trump says Iran still takes his threat seriously, even after he decided against approving strikes in retaliation for Tehran's downing of more than a $100 million American surveillance drone that was flying over the Strait of Hormuz. In Kabul, meeting with Afghanistan officials, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is optimistic a peace agreement can bring an end to a 17-year war in that country that can be reached before September the 1st. The war in Afghanistan is America's longest running. This is SRN News. Austin is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I just love that every class is not just about the subject. Not only are you learning mentally and, and growing in the subjects that you're getting, you're also getting a spiritual aspect that you don't really get at another school. Academics are important, but there's no higher priority than spiritual growth and development within a caring community. Not a lot of schools have like a retreat where you actually get to go develop as a Christian, but you're also just growing in friendship. From pre-K through 12th grade, Sarasota Christian is a school where your child will feel accepted immediately, be cared for deeply, and never be made to feel like an outsider. Yeah, I've always felt welcome here, and that's one of our biggest things that we pride ourselves on. We're really good at inviting and being able to bring kids in and become really great friends. Sarasota Christian School, dedicated to Christ and your child's success since 1958. Schedule a tour at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Perhaps you're familiar with the magazine Teen Vogue, the edition of the fashion magazine targeting 12- and 13-year-old girls. Now, this doesn't seem possible, but it is. Teen Vogue has published an article advocating prostitution, advocating sex work to young teen girls. The title of the piece speaks for itself, quote, why sex work is real work, end quote. The author argues that such work can be, quote, affirming for many people who need human connection, friendship, and emotional support, end quote. This is unimaginable. When you consider the fact that these young girls are among the key targets of sex traffickers and the numbers of sex trafficking crimes are skyrocketing, we're watching more than a moral revolution. This is an explosion. This is a moral bomb going off. Sometimes today, parents don't know something because they don't want to know. That's not an option, not for parents who care about their children. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, impacting policy decisions today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. There are many sounds in your daily life. Ones that make you smile. (laughs) Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. 
Wireless emergency alerts. Now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. We're back, Bill Bunkley here on the break. Mike and I, our producer Mike Mirko, I've been I've been sort of trolling over, well, trolling. I've been scrolling around uh, Amazon, uh, looking for hemp products. There's hemp T-shirts. There's a hemp towel, and so um, anyway, I'm not going to belabor it, but uh, was trying to see where some of these products have already been introduced, and uh, pretty fascinating stuff. Full lines are open at 877-943-9673. Give me a moment. Let me get back to my source for my next story. So here we've been talking about hemp. If you're just joining us, do, do yourself a favor. Do not smoke a joint of hemp. If maybe you're a seeker, I don't think many of our regular uh, faith-based listeners are still into that maybe so just remember that uh you know our bodies are the temple of the holy spirit and that's why quite frankly uh at least something to consider ask god to talk to you about smoking cigarettes smoking cigars smoking pipes smoking marijuana smoking anything you know the whole idea that vaporing the big thing about vaporing just keep in mind that your holy spirit lives inside of you and there's always been this thing in my mind uh, about ingesting some of these products because this is the home of the Holy Spirit, your body. But anyway, you can pray about that. A whole different uh, maybe one-day subject on the Bill Bunkley Show. But anyway, don't go out smoking hemp. You're just going to get a, a headache. And hemp has done a lot, has a has a lot. I don't want to say a wonder a wonder crop, but uh, or when you under, excuse me, understand how it can be used, it's just uh, it's just a pretty amazing revelation. Well, <clears throat> hemp's going to be uh, legal here in Florida in, in a few days. Well, how about the next step that many would like to see? In fact, many who were supporting medical marijuana, John Morgan and Company. I, you know, my opinion is. The whole end game's been the nose under the camel's tent, a little bit more, a little bit more of acceptance and use of marijuana till you get to till you get to recreational marijuana. So the governor's going to sign hemp. What's he going to do about medical marijuana? Now the group called Sensible Florida has been gathering petitions to force another constitutional amendment on the ballot. They're only at 10%. 
but uh, 63,000 ballots have been turned in because they want to legalize recreational smoking. They need about 14,000 more to get their first review. 65% of Floridians right now, according to a new Quinnipiac University poll, support recreational marijuana. So, very interesting, that number is very close to the number you're going to need to change the Constitution. I want to give you some encouragement for those of you who are not excited about recreational marijuana, and especially in light of the governor signing the hemp bill. Newswatch 8 asked the question, they had a one-on-one with Governor DeSantis. Here's what the governor said about recreational marijuana. DeSantis said, quote, not while I'm governor. He goes on to say, I mean, look, when that is introduced with teenagers and young people, I think it has a really detrimental effect to their well-being and their maturity. Well said, Governor DeSantis. He goes on to say, other states have looked at this, obviously, and teen use has kind of gone down in some instances. Colorado, for example. Uh, oh, that was from the spokesman of um, of the pro-marijuana uh, group. But uh, anyway, at least for right now, there's 11 states that have legalized recreational marijuana. Illinois, just uh, no surprise there. Uh, and so... 27 other states have either approved medical marijuana like Florida or have decriminalized its use. So just wanted to tell you, for right now, for right now, we don't have to worry about uh, the whole idea of uh, the president's going to be on board with uh, doing the medical marijuana because um, he is just not there. Well, I want to just tell you about uh, a story that uh, in the Kenan province of Alaska, they have government meetings just like here, and they have prayer, and there has been a big, big brouhaha over just what constitutes, you know, who's going to pray, how they're going to pray. And the atheists, uh, Satanists or whatnot, they have been uh, wanting to get in on the action so they could be a part of this uh, closing prayer. So with that, um, you had an opportunity for uh, some of those folks to come in and uh, uh, present their prayer. And so it was a a little bit of an unusual prayer because when they got up to pray, uh, the prayer had to do with uh, someone who was an atheist, someone who was a Satan follower, And basically, they got up and started uh, praising Satan. And by the time the speech was, uh, or the prayer was completed, uh, they were talking uh, in the prayer of, Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Well, that is the price we pray for free speech. But I can tell you that a bunch of people immediately got up and walked out of the meeting. It was not just taken in stride. And so... Um, to me, it's very dangerous to get in a situation where you're going to be hailing Satan. I'm going to wrap things up for today. Hope you've uh, enjoyed our informative program. 
Coming up in a few moments, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, today's edition of his radio ministry, Living Truth, Getting the Garden Ready. That's part two, Getting the Garden Ready. Well, until tomorrow at 4, thank you for being with us, and I hope that uh, the Lord is blessing you. And consider, the most important thing you do right now is to make sure He is the Lord and Savior of your life. You can either accept Him anew or come back to Him. That's number one. I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless you, and until tomorrow at 4, well, have a good evening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.